Good morning, my friend, Miguel. Thank you for being here. Um, Miguel is our guest today with InEvent, and I am uh, excited to be able to talk to you today. This is Burn the Ship podcast where we talk to um, other professionals uh, about how they can help entrepreneurs go all in. Uh, you know, we really want to solve a problem. We want to educate. We want to motivate other entrepreneurs here. So excited to be able to, to lend you this platform so you can tell us a little bit about what you guys got going on over at InEvent. Um, how's your morning going, my friend? Going well. I appreciate the invite, Bailey. Looking forward to the conversation here. Yeah, no problem at all. Um, so tell me, where are you from? Yeah, so born and raised in the New York area. Uh, my entire life lived somewhere just outside of New York City, working out of the Manhattan area. And funny enough, I'm a recent runaway. So the pandemic made us all kind of reevaluate. So I left Queens and I'm in Connecticut now. And uh, I'm not going to lie, some birds chirping and a little green around me is a uh, change my opinion about For things sure. a little bit so it's been good yeah yeah you don't know you didn't think about coming south ever <laughs> i listen you get me stuck on a friday night on zillow during the pandemic i was seeing what people could do in <laughs> texas and florida definitely crossed my mind <laughs> for sure um what are things like up there now you know as you continue to kind of progress in business are things kind of opening up now yeah it's it's, it's been good things are relatively, I want to say as normal as things could possibly be normal in the last 15 months. So it's pretty opened up. We're pretty much a hundred percent and just private businesses are kind of dictating their kind of, you know, their own protocols. Sure. Sure. And with, um, tell us a little bit about InEvent, like what you guys do, what, what that platform is. And do you guys only kind of work in your area? Are you guys working everywhere? Kind of what, what is the scale of you guys operation? Yeah, thank you. So in event, it's a huge competitive space now, right? So essentially what I say is the Zoom, the Microsoft Teams, the Google Meets, Hollywood Squares. Not much to it, pretty simplistic. It, it works functionally for what it is. But this uh, fortunate, unfortunate circumstance over the last year has really borne this new space where in event has been really uh, kind of at one of the forefronts of it, where essentially is really just the virtual and now the hybrid aspect of events. So the ability to really connect people internationally. So to your question, we are a completely remote company. So kind of that new age company in 2021, completely remote internationally. We're about in 37 different countries now. So over about 140 employees and continuously growing. So it's been, it's been a wild ride, a quick exponential growth ride. And it's been nice providing a solution again, connecting people on the 50 person networking, all the way up to 75,000 people in a, you know, a three-day virtual summit and everything in between. Sure. So tell me what, a little bit about the story of, of InEvent. Have they only been around since the beginning of the pandemic? No. So we've been around for about eight years, and we really started in the live event space. So managing attendees, kind of reporting and analytics, QR, data collection on site. Then, you know, fortunately, we actually got a couple of requests a little over two years ago to jump into the virtual space. We had a couple opportunities, you know, Miguel, listen, we have a speaker in Australia. He can't travel to New York or is there anything we could do to get him involved in this event? And, you know, opportunities like that. And then the pandemic really made us nosedive into this virtual space and really go all in. Sure. And how did you get connected with those guys? Yeah. So I am a longtime sales guy, right? Mm -hmm. So I was a grunt in New York City, door to door, floor to floor when I was 21 years old. I've been in sales for about 14 years now. And I had a great opportunity in the last couple of months. I think all of us, right, during the pandemic, started to reevaluate what's important, what are our values, 
is our commute important and the people we work with? Do I want to be remote? Do I want to be hybrid? So I had a great opportunity to be, you know, one of the first sales leaders in the U.S. side of the business, lean on my network and, and kind of dive into this space. So I've been here for a couple months now and really enjoying the ride. Cool. Well, that's exciting. And what and what does your day to day look like? Are you looking for more people that are trying to host events and kind of leveraging those connections from a sales perspective? You're looking to create more opportunities. It's a little bit of everything, right? So, of course, like like all of us in that sales space, you have your prospecting and kind of gaining conversations. I think a big piece for us, since we are international, always visibility and having you know those networking conversations, just allowing us to be that resource for for you know, different uh, industries, companies, organizations, associations moving forward. And and besides that, I think the big space for us is making sure people understand that we are releasing a lot of events monthly, right? So, of course, that bias, selfish reason, come check out the platform, check it out. But for us, it's really driving value. So we had an incredible event last week, essentially just based on negotiation. So come on our platform, understand that attendees, that attendee experience, the perspective, what's that workflow look like? So people from every industry and organization, and regardless of your title, you could just see what other aspects are out there, but we'd like to provide value at the end of the day. So that's a big aspect of what we're doing and all the content we're creating. Sure. And what are some of the people that are, that are on, you know, what is it about, that sales experience that you have that helps you succeed here? You know, is it your ability to network? Is it your ability to close deals? What is it that, um, you know, really made you be like, Oh, I'm going to be able to be successful here kind of in this space. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. So I think first and foremost, as a salesperson, whether it's networking, whether it's direct sales, I think a big aspect of what I always go to do is, is give, Right. So besides understanding the, the pinpoints, the challenges and the solutions that we can bring in the beginning, I want to understand your business. What makes you guys tick? How how are you going to benefit from our conversation outside of my platform? Right. Do I have someone that I think could be a great resource for you, for your growth? So that's always my initial point to understand the business and understand you as an individual and a professional. And then I think from there to your point, understanding, you know, are you guys hosting small events, large events? Are you looking for kind of a partnership? A big aspect of what we're doing is we're creating international partners in what we call an event market. And essentially it's really visibility to our clients and prospective clients to say, listen, a lot of these event platforms, what we do is we're the Park Hyatt Hotel, right? But that Park Hyatt Hotel event, you need your AV, you need your coffee, your food, the live support. So what we're doing is giving visibility to those international partners. So you as the client, you can go onto our platform and say, all right, listen, I want to use an event for X, Y, and Z an event, but I can filter and look, all right, listen, I'm going to look for a North America based company, you know, on-site hybrid live support during the event. So trying to provide the entire package without having to integrate other solutions end to end is really what we're trying to do more than anything. Sure. And tell me this just as, you know, for, for curiosity's sake, how did you develop this skill or, or mission to bring value to people? You know, like what, what were some of the catalysts that you had throughout your career that made me say, oh, I have to really, you know, figure out how I'm going to continuously bring value to these people that I'm communicating with? It's funny. So I can give you a simple story that I think really hit home for me, right? So all we we I sh- I'm sure you know it. It's really large in the Northeast, but Bonobos, right? Mm-hmm. So this this company, it was essentially a startup when I was 
work in Florida, Florida, Manhattan. And I bumped into them. It was a coat rack, three employees, nothing really serious there. And I had a couple great conversations with uh, some of the people that work there. And it really led to the fact where they wouldn't really listen to me. I was just trying to throw prices down their throat. But I came back one time, I provided a solution as they were moving forward and growing, gave them kind of a strategy and the simplistic aspect of, you know, we need this now. So there were a couple of deliverables that I delivered on site that day, the next day. So I think the biggest thing for networking salespeople is understanding the challenge, providing a solution and following what you say. Right. So one of the big things for me is always being impeccable with your word. So regardless if you're an entrepreneur, if you're in sales, if you're marketing, I don't care what you're in. I think doing what you say and meaning what you say is a big aspect of business and following through with that. And then that will be a reference for you moving forward. You can get networking opportunities. You can grow your book of business. If I know that Bailey follows through with what he says he's going to do, he's not blowing smoke up my, you know what I mean? So he's, sure. he's going to make sure that he's understanding what challenges I have. He's giving me a good kind of timeline and strategy, and then he's going to follow through. So I think that is, is probably the biggest thing that I learned early was do what you say and mean what you say. And that, that was a big aspect. For sure. For sure. And so tell me, um, that's perfect, by the way. I, I like what you said a lot right there. I completely agree with you. Um, I had a similar experience of, um, you know, the pandemic hitting us and us figuring out, hey, everyone was reacting so much out of fear. It was like, hey, how can we you know, continue to bring value to people that we've already done business with. We took those same yeah. characteristics and applied them to how can we provide value to people that we've never met before? You know, I think you guys are, are doing something very, very similar. And from what I understand, you guys are interacting with people in a very similar way as us. But um, tell me with InEvent what you guys um, kind of are looking for. You know, what is that ideal client for you? What is that ideal opportunity that needs to be created for you? Yeah, it's a great point. So I think the beauty and the real difference maker for us in a space that is very competitive and, and real inundated is we are extremely customizable, right? So our solution, you can go from the custom domain to the website landing page to the actual product, and you can really remove an event from being visible anywhere. It could be your product, your platform. So that to me is a big, big, big part, right? Customizing the entire solution. So for us, I think the one-off opportunities, that's incredible. We, we obviously welcome those, but the long-term partnerships, that's the real approach, right? So I think the aspect of this space moving forward right now, right? Everyone's dying for live events. There's gonna be a dip in the opportunities. People wanna see people, fact, it just is what it is. But coming out of this, I think people are now understanding my physical footprint doesn't matter. My audience has grown. I have the ability to reach internationally as opposed to just the Northeast or the Southwest, wherever you might be located. So. I'm able to partner with a platform like an event to provide a solution for the small event in October, the annual gala in January, the summit in March, as opposed to continuously procuring new solutions and going through that process. So I think this space is going to become almost part of the stack, right? You guys have your Microsoft 365. You guys have your security solution. You guys have this, this, this solution. And who is your event partnership that handles your small networking and your large annual gala and everything in between. So I think that's where we want to be in this space and, and kind of moving forward. That's where I see it going. Sure. What are some of the challenges that are people are, are putting on with these events that we probably don't see from, you know, that, that 30,000 point, you know, 30,000 foot view. 
So I, I, I think it goes back to, to what we all say about everything, right? The engagement, another, another trigger word I think that's huge in this space. So having people have that virtual or hybrid experience and feel just as involved as I would at a trade show in Las Vegas or a trade show in Miami, and I'm able to get enough value, enough content, enough information that I think it's worth my time to sit in my office, to sit in my home and sit there for three, four or five hours, however long that is. So I think the largest aspect that everyone's really trying to get across is how do I keep everyone engaged? How do I keep everyone enthused? And, and how do I also understand on the reporting side what people are doing on my platform? How long did Bailey join this session? Did he engage with people? Was he you know, responding to chats and polls and Q&A? And what do you see on that aspect of things? So to me, I think that's always the biggest part from the client side. How are you guys the difference maker? How am I going to have my thousand people at this event feel like they're all at the event and engaging? Sure. Well, that's exciting, man. I'll tell you that, that as events continue to grow, um, over the last year, there's definitely been no shortage of people trying to kind of do their own thing and reinvent, um, the wheel there in that event space. So I know things are going to continue to change. Um, the types of people that are getting into events is probably changing as well. You know, the average business owner that was looking to do an event, um, two years ago is not the same business owner. So, uh, there's a lot of changes, you know, there's a lot of stuff rolling around in that event space where we really have to see. Um, you know, what it is and how everyone's going to continue to, to react to the pandemic and not being as face to face. And like you said, people want to see people, you know, we're, we're definitely in the swing of that right now in our business where we want to get back face to face. You know, we had a, a face to face event a couple of weeks ago at a, a local brewery here that is a client of mine. Um, and it was fun. You know, if I, if I had to, if I had to quantify that, in value any way, the first thing that I would say is it was fun. You know, I was fellowshipping <laughs> with a ton of business people, you know, and like we were the company that put it on. So we invited all the people that we already knew, you know, it wasn't like we were, um, everyone there was closing deals off people that we had never met before. We knew almost everyone in that room, you know, but just people being around people and people being engaged and people being enthusiastic and people feeling safe in those environments are very, very, very important. So I'm excited to see where you guys continue to take it. You know, I think that, uh, you know, every feature and play and pain point that people discover with events is like a race to market because there's, like you said, it's very, very yeah. competitive space. Um, I think, but I think, you got I think the job. biggest, yeah, I'm sorry, Bailey. No, I, go I, ahead. Just, I just, th I just think the biggest thing in this space or any space that everyone should always operate on this kind of approach is just the client feedback, right? I think no matter what you do as a business, it's, it's the feedback of the clients and the prospective clients that drive us. So everyone in this space, as you can imagine, the features are being updated all the time, new things, new aspects. But I think that's the biggest driving factor here. You know, the client feedback, what they're looking for, and making sure you guys amend and adapt quickly. And again, that goes across regardless of the business in the industry. Sure. And it's very um, on point with our brand, especially because there's people out there, you know, you're talking about burn the ship. You know, burn the ship is our way of saying go all in, you know, completely commit to what it is that your business and you guys have a very valuable tool for burning the ship. You know, people that are looking to drive their business and create opportunities through events, you know, they, they, they have a crutch in you guys. They have people that are going to help them do that really, really well. So, um, you know, I, I would ask you that as my last question is, as those people sit out there and listen to our podcast, whenever that may be, 
and they're thinking, hey, I really do want to put on my own virtual event. Hey, I really think this could be something that's really good for my business. It's a type of burning the ship in itself. What would you say to those people that are kind of on the fence about going in on their virtual event or their opportunity to create some networking? I think I think sometimes we are bogged down by being comfortable, right? So people get uncomfortable behind the screen. I think there's a fact now, like me personally, I'm a huge networker like you in person, live events, having cups of coffee, having a drink, having dinner, having lunch. But I think over the last year, I understand now that, you know, I'm networking with people and having conversations with people internationally that if we stood up next to each other, I wouldn't know how tall you are, right? From this Hollywood square space. So I think understanding that it's here, it's staying here and having the ability to now that we're a year into this, you know, I'm sure everyone has the right questions to ask. I think we all got thrown into the fire last year. People were just trying to figure it out. Let's put a webinar together. Let's just, you know, now a year later, it's how do I brand myself? How do I tell my story? How do I bring sponsorships involved? So I think more than anything, understanding what is the absolute must haves for you. Is it a company that can provide the live event support with the virtual support like we can? Is it just the virtual support? Is it registration? So I think understanding what is the absolute must-haves for you moving forward is a great way to kind of do your due diligence and go through the process because there are a ton of solutions. There are a ton of resources. And you could kind of get you know bogged down and drown amongst all of these demos and conversations and solutions. So I think understanding the pinpoints, understanding exactly what is most important to you moving forward. But I think also the other thing is get a little uncomfortable because it will be here to stay. So understanding that using it and, and understanding how you could kind of build your ROI now that your physical footprint doesn't matter. Everyone's audience has grown, whether you're a two person company or a 10,000 person company. It's just a fact of the matter. So how are you approaching this new era of content driven, value driven conversations and solutions? Sure. I think you're all over it. My friend, you, you guys as a business, you as a salesperson, um, you're all over it. You know, you're exactly what you're saying is like, it's not enough to know, like, and trust people anymore. You have to have a way to build that relationship and create, um, opportunities and interests with people that you never would have had that conversation with before. Um, and like I said, you guys are going to be a valuable tool for that. So, um, if there anything is, is anything else you want to say in closing, feel free to uh, use the platform, my friend, but tell people where they can find you if they want to have a conversation with you and they, they want to try to kind of take their virtual event to the next level. Um, and like I said, anything else you want to say? No, yeah, I appreciate it. First of all, thank you, Bailey, for inviting me. I obviously enjoyed the conversation, all the conversations we've had off air. So thank you for that. And as far as anyone reaching out to me, of course, feel free to reach me on LinkedIn. I'll be sure to, uh, to tag this podcast when it's posted. Miguel Guerrero at InEvent.com. But for me, I think I'm always welcoming conversations. I don't need to you know, have a direct opportunity. I want to build relationships. I want to understand your challenges. And if there's anything I could do for you as a business owner, as a professional, as a personal, I'm always down to do that as well. So I thank you so much for the opportunity here. And like I said, my, my one message consistently, I think, over the last year has just be, has been be impeccable with your word. I think that's, that's a go-to. Sure. Absolutely. Well, thank you for being here, my friend. I look forward to, uh, to having another round of this. Appreciate it, Bailey. Yeah, man. Talk to you soon. Thank you.